In another twist in the Twitter and Elon Musk fiasco or storyline, whatever you want to call it, uh, we all woke up to news this morning that Twitter and and the the board and the CEO and the management team there was actually mulling uh, and and reconsidering the the offer that Elon had put on the table uh, of $54.20, I think, a share um, in light of, of kind of the the threat that Elon Musk had put on the table after the board had rejected that and said, you know, they'll put he might just put in a tender offer. Um, a lot of the news today, at least a lot of the headlines have been around how, one, Elon is going to be able to pull this off, the board is reconsidering it, of course, and then actually a deal might close at some point today, probably maybe tomorrow. Um, and then I saw this headline, uh, which is that uh, Elon Musk's, the amount of money, basically, that Elon Musk is putting on the table to fund Twitter means that he's going to have to figure out a way to monetize Twitter at a, at a, at a greater level, probably through advertising, to stay afloat. And then, um, you know, the, the catalyst for, for this conversation here was actually a conversation that I had with, with James Phillip, who, who I do a bunch of other different kind of shows and, and recordings with him. And, and uh, he gave me a call just to kind of chat about uh, something that he heard on YouTube around whether a paid subscriber to a platform is actually more valuable uh, and, and what does it do to the greater equity of a, of a platform uh, to have more paid users. Um, in the background, uh, you know, at Daggerfin, we're actually in the in the process right now of building a uh, a two sided platform, a, a video platform for one of our clients, which is this mammoth undertaking, but one that I think is going to result in, in massive gains uh, in terms of, of return on on investment, and then long term kind of uh, business model gains for for, the, for our client. Um, but it's something that that I've been thinking about a lot. Just just different business models in this in this space, and and it's also on James's mind as well. Um, and and the idea is that you know, if if you get somebody to commit to, you know, think of a two sided platform. So you've got the creators on one side, for example, and then the, the consumers on the other. If we chat about the the creators first, you know, what value does it have to have the ability to have a million followers, five million followers, ten million followers? Right now, the arbitrage is, is get on Twitter, get as many followers as you can, and just have this almost free PR machine, free PR uh, vehicle that where you can just pump out whatever what uh, you know whatever you want. See Elon Musk, for example, and get incredible amounts of, of publicity and, and stuff that would cost a fortune to do. Um, it, and so, on the creator side, you know, could could Twitter be charging these these creators or these people with large accounts? you know, I don't know, ten thousand, fifty thousand, hundred thousand dollars. I reckon there's a there's a lot of money to be made on that side because there's so much value in having that PR vehicle. And then on the on the consumer side, is there is there an opportunity to clean up the platform by getting everybody, you know, who who wants to be vetted and, and you know have have a profile uh that that really means something, you know, if you compare kind of uh, a human's profile to a bot, for example, and then get everybody to pay $199, $299, um, and, and get this platform that's monetized, has really high quality people that, that are invested in, in being on the platform. And what does that mean then from a, from the third side of the platform, if, if you think of it as a multi-sided platform, where uh, how much is that worth to advertisers? And so the, the conversation that James and I got into was just talking about whether, you know, what is that value that advertisers would place on a, a, a platform that is 
that everybody's bought into in that way. And so I thought that was just a really interesting conversation that, that he triggered um, that is interesting in thinking about the future of Twitter. If Elon Musk is able to, to get this takeover done or this acquisition done, and they do go to a subscription model, which I think is kind of floating around as what they're going to do. Twitter already has some sort of a subscription thing going on with Twitter Blue, but it's, you know, in my opinion, a, a pretty weak kind of product and, and, and could really uh, use an upgrade and a little more utility. But if Twitter does go to a more advanced kind of subscription model, what does that mean? And, and, and you know, I think just in probably the move in the share price that happens when they announce a really robust subscription model, just see the movement in the share price probably with an acquisition from, actually, I take that all back. Elon is taking taking the, the company private, so so all that kind of becomes mute, moot. But, um, you know, the the the, the article that, that we're looking at actually talks a lot about how um, Tesla, for example, like... Does a vehicle that is reliant on advertising uh, fall rightly into the hands of, of Elon, who has this kind of model of, of not not using advertising as as a as a way to get press? I mean, Tesla doesn't really spend anything on advertising, but I think that kind of diminishes or, or discredits Elon's probable skill. I think he's very skilled as a CEO. I think he's skilled at playing the game uh, when it comes to getting press and, and getting his companies in the news. And so if, if if advertising was the right way to monetize Twitter, then I think that he would have the the wherewithal and the ability to see that and, and make sure that that's the way to go. So it's it's an interesting time for Twitter. I'm definitely going to be following along over the next, you know, 48 hours or so to see what happens. Um, and, and just to see, you know, is Elon going to be able to pull this off? What's Twitter's business model going to look like going forward as a private company? I, I mean, I made that mistake thinking about um, market caps there. But as a private company, what does that mean for free for speech? Um, what does it mean for, for all these things that, that are going to be in play?